astrology, feng shui, tarot, crystals. We've all heard about these practices, but what does it all mean? Each week, Mom and me will dive into these topics to present them in an easy, digestible 20 minutes. From full moons to celebrity charts to even red doors, Mom and me will share personal, shocking, and wow factor stories. Welcome back to the Mom and Me Astrology Podcast. My name is Kate Wind, and my mom, Mary Swick, is joining me. Morning. Good morning. Today we are talking about your street name. Oh, okay. <laughs> like the street you live on. The street you live on. Okay. So as if buying the house wasn't hard enough, right? <laughs> We're going to complicate We're it. We're going to complicate it. So we already, you know, depending on maybe your preferences, want a walk-in closet, or we want a nice <laughs> kitchen hosting space, or we want a luxurious backyard. Three-car three garage. Three-car garage. And now we're going to say, we also want you to take, you know, a keen eye on the street name that you are choosing. Yes. Now, the likelihood of you per- trying to be purchasing a house right now while you're actually listening to it might be low. Right. So th- we'll apply this to everyone listening, right? Because we all live on a street name. Whether... And we've lived on many street names, right? We have. Well, not many, but, you know. Yeah. Quite a few. (laughs) We have, yeah. So the point of today's talk is to talk about how the street that you live on affects your time in the house. Yeah, your life. It's kind of like maybe a theme, I'll say. Think of it as a contract. You're buying the house, and the house has a name, the address. Yes. And is it possible that the name of the street could kind of predict your future or influence or influence your future better yet influence your future while living in that house yeah so you're probably familiar with the idea of manifestation Mm -hmm. or vision boards that you know we we say mantras to attract things around us or to make things happen and maybe unknowingly your street name and, you know, think about how many times you say it, how many oh times God, you, you see it, it, how many times you write it. Thank goodness for Google fill-ins, you know. Right. I don't have <laughs> to write true. it as much as I used to. But, yeah, that's true. Right? But every time you check the mail, you're under, oh. right underneath your name yes. is this word. It's, it's amazing. You, you have to claim that name, the street name, over and over and over again. And many times have to spell it out to people. Oh, yeah. Right. That's the other thing I would, besides just the, what the word is, if it's one that no one's going to, what did you say? I know. <laughs> right. Spell I know. it You're for spelling me. it or you're saying, yeah. you know, like this, like. Yeah. Yeah. He is in Paul. Right. Yes. Yeah. So the street name, again, we understand buying a house is hard enough. Realtors don't hate us. That well, we have, a, we have a cure. We have a cure. We if you do obviously have fallen in love with a. And what are we talking about specifically? What kind of names are we trying to avoid? Yeah. So we're trying to avoid maybe darker or sad um, names. Yeah. So, and we'll give some examples, but things like Dark Creek Mm -hmm. or... um, Twisted Branch. Twisted Branch. Uh, Yeah. Dry Creek. Dry Creek would be... 
Yeah, right. there's some I mean, in, shady. And just to explain. Shady oh, yeah. Something. I've seen yeah. shady something. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So, we just, and this is just your gut feeling when you hear it. Is it a positive? Is Do I live on Joy Drive? Do I live on Happy Lane? Right? So, you had a great street name that you grew up on. Yeah, I grew up on Rainbow Drive. Rainbow Drive. That's and really nice. And I just thought, you know, I never appreciated as much now as I've in my older years, I look back and go, oh, my God, I grew up on Rainbow Drive, and it was great. I, I loved that. I always loved the name of the street, and it was a pretty drive as well. It was a, a, a lot of nice trees on it. Mm-hmm. Um, but it uh, it does make a difference. Yeah. You know, and can I add, in mm-hmm. our town, I grew up in Iowa and Waterloo, mm-hmm. and um, Prospect Boulevard, that's where all the wealthy people lived. Okay. So, you wanted, oh, if you knew someone that lived in Prospect Boulevard, you made a point of telling people, oh, yeah, Jane, oh, she lives in Prospect Boulevard. You know, just okay. in telling a story about, yeah. I went to high school and there was one gal in our whole class that uh, lived in Prospect Boulevard. Okay. So, okay. you know, when that I said a... her name, oh, she lives in Prospect Boulevard. Okay. You know, because it just denoted like, oh, some status. That pro- and, and they were rich over there. Okay. Anyhow, so it's kind of a cute thing there. Yeah, that's a great example. So I'm trying to even think where I want to start with my... I have a couple examples that I'm going to you give do. today. You do, you do. So I guess maybe just for everyone listening, we encourage you to write out, if you can, all the names, street names that you've lived on. Yes. And then kind of summarize your time as a whole in that house or apartment or, what you know, mm-hmm. to see if it matches the connotation of the street name. Right. So I'm trying to think if I want to start with like a like a sad story or a good story. But well, we know I think we need to paint. Uh, what is the what? What do you want to avoid? I think so. Give us okay, give so us a sadder one or okay. a stressful one because that's okay. really I don't think we've conveyed that yet. Okay. So I'll start with um, an example, and you were with me at this time. So I was buying a house, yes. and we you know pulled up to this house, and it was a one story house, but it had this beautiful like this, the stairs that you can go onto the roof and there was a patio up there and you could see the entire Las Vegas strip. Yes. It, okay. it was impressive. And I just thought, Oh my gosh, this is such a, a hosting home. And I remember you looking over at me and saying, you are not going to buy this house. Yeah. And I was like, what? And she was like, the street name is Rocky road. And Rocky road. For some reason, when I heard it, I just thought of like the ice cream, Rocky road. Yeah, I yeah. thought like Ben and Jerry's. Yeah. yeah ben. And then when she said that, I was like, Oh my gosh, you're right. I can't, I don't even know why we even went to go look at it because that's what I was wondering why we were going to look, okay. go to Rocky road <laughs> here to, to, to see. And I was so, as I was, I was behind you in, in the yep. you know caravan of cars. Cause we had a couple of people with us going to go look at this house. And, uh, I thought, Oh, please, God, please don't, <laughs> don't let her want money this house, Rocky Road. And, you know, and you had to go across some railroad tracks to get into this neighborhood. Yeah. Anyhow, there was just a lot of cues, feng shui-wise, like not good, not a great neighborhood to be in. But No, and looking back on it, of course, we always, like, overlook some of the things because we're just so excited about buying a house. Yes. But the street, like, there were a lot of dead cars on the street there, there was a lot of yeah there were yeah it so it didn't look like it was a thriving neighborhood well just and i had a, a good friend a client years ago who lived on sob sob okay yeah street you know and she lived there not just for a couple of years she lived there like 10 years oh wow and it was there was a very very sad theme and it was related to health and 
um, uh, of her husband specifically, but you know, sadness, very dark, deep sadness that was just, you know, she just looked like the, she was such a strong woman that mm-hmm. I think like, oh, how does she deal with this on a daily basis? And you know, um, the story evolved and, and she did leave that street at some point. And I can almost say her life has been joyous she has Since been so creative. She has, she's lived in some of the most beautiful locales since then. But it was, I mean, it was challenging. That was a chapter of her life that was almost a decade living on Saab Street. Yeah, I have a similar story to that. I lived on uh, Weeping Hollow. Yeah, Weeping I, Hollow. When I look back on it, I'm like, those were some really sad tough years yeah yes. it wasn't even that long I think it was only a year stint that I was there but it, it I mean I remember like it seemed like a lot you know what and now let's set the it was a pretty neighborhood oh it was a great it was a pretty de- whole development was very pretty so this is not we're talking about in the bad part of town no with with a terrible the street having a terrible name I'm talking about some real upscale communities or certainly middle to upscale yeah and they have these names that are just you know you know, uh, like Dark Canyon. Yep. You know, well, gee, wouldn't you like, I'd like Sunny Canyon. You Absolutely. know what I mean? You're, you want something with light, energy, vitality. Nothing that's kind of very uh, sad, uh, depressing. Yeah, well, even these street names, I don't have any good client examples, but even the street names that are named after people. Yeah, you know, like I think there's like an Elvis way or something. Yes, right. Yeah, you know, and you think about what their life story was or mm-hmm. how they ended up going out. Right. That again, these themes can play into what you experience when you live on that street. Right. And right. the other thing we could say is that you don't have to experience all of these things personally. Like, right. So let's just say like you lived on Sob Street or you lived right. on something that had a very sad or negative connotation that the neighborhood could expose you to a lot of things, right? Oh yeah. Oh yeah. The cops are constantly being pulled on my, on my, the cops are constantly being called on my neighbors and I'm mm-hmm. seeing or hearing domestic violence. I don't, I mean, these are horrible examples, but just. Well, I don't want to go into too much detail okay. because it, even though it is decades ago, it still is a kind of personal story, but we lived on Rawhide, yeah. Rawhide, yeah. which sounds like, okay, that sounds pretty neutral. Now we are pretty passive people. As for, certainly as neighbors, yeah. you know, we're not loud. We don't get overly involved in other people's business, so to speak. And, you know, we went into major conflict. By the time we left that street, <laughs> we were so at odds with the people across the street. And there was this funny, funny, but at the time, terrible, okay. but now hilarious. We're... I don't even know if I remember this. I was oh, pretty the, young by the time yeah, I left that where, house. Where Bill went out and put the sprinkler because they kept parking on our side of the street and we didn't like it and we let them know. And, and then we put the sprinkler out and the sprinkler got <laughs> their car all wet and they came pounding on our door and accused us of doing that deliberately. And then there was a, you know, it was just an ugly little thing that happened. And, okay. I and by the time story. we got done... These people, we were not, we didn't even, you know, we didn't even want to step outside of our front door when they were out there. Now, okay. what does Rawhide have to do with that? Except Rawhide, there was a TV series that was very strong in our age range. And it was Western and, you know, gunfights and, you know, really um, more okay. confrontational. Oh, okay. Right? Yeah. So that's what, you know. 
See, and I think of rawhide that it's like something that dogs chew on. Yes, And I would right. think that's, like that the fur is This gone. generation would think of some, a chewy bone. Yeah, yeah. But I would even think like the fur is gone and you're like, yeah. you're attacking like the skin, yeah. like creating a We were even at odds with the people next door to us who had given us fantastic childcare. Oh yeah, we were we were, and I'm thinking, how did this happen? Yeah, you know, but rawhide anyhow, it's just a, again something. So it's very subtle. To your, Sometimes it's very subtle. Yeah. So to your point about that, if you're thinking, maybe listening to this, like, oh, this this doesn't apply to me. Right, exactly. I live on so and so. I encourage you to. We encourage you to Google or whatever search um, right. the street the, the name to see what maybe Wikipedia comes up with or what what other meanings that this word might have. And you might even have to search the words separately. Yes. You know, I mean, rawhide isn't a great example, but you know, something was thorn wood or Mm -hmm, I don't know, like mm -hmm, that you might mm -hmm, mm -hmm. want to search them separately. So you live on a very neutral. Yeah. Now uh, we're on a, yes, I, I, I've immediately, I looked it up and uh, you know, it, it, I think it's someone's last name. Maybe from some time, but boy, there's nothing comes up under Janaire. In fact, it goes more to foreign language, some okay. some references there. But uh, so I feel it's pretty neutral. But here's the cure, right? Well, I'll give but, a couple. I want to give a couple oh, more okay. examples. Okay, if you don't mind. okay, sure. Yeah. Oh, but yeah. we do have a cure. So yes, if you're we thinking, have a cure. yeah. Um, to that point about, well, I have a good story. I'll tell my story as well, but. Um, I had a client hire me for a consult and, you know, she had heard me talk about this concept before and she's mm-hmm. like, oh, and you're going to love it because my street name, it's it's great, <laughs> no big deal. And I thought, okay, so she sends over the address for the consult and it seemed fine upon, and I don't remember because it, it was a couple years ago now, and but I remember searching it and it was all about, it was about this tree, but the resiliency of this tree. Oh. That this tree, like, didn't need a lot of water and it could survive very harsh conditions. Oh, yes. And so when I'm in her home, you know, she's telling me, I mean, horrible story after horrible story. But again, she's, she's lighthearted. She's smiling. She's laughing things off. She looks like she's doing well financially. So it's like she, I mean, but she probably was in survival mode and she might not even have known it. So you might even be something like oak. Oak, you know, that's a very common, you know, oak is I think it's a strong wood. I'm yeah. Sorry. Maple. Or right. cactus. Cacti. Oh, cacti. Yeah. Right. There's survivalists. Oh, yeah. Cacti suck all the water and hold on to it and put <laughs> thorns out so little rodents in the desert can't get to the water. Yeah, they're very, maybe even a little on the selfish side, but they're definitely, they're going to dominate. Yeah. So, yeah, that's a, that's a really good one. So you may have something that you think, oh, this is a lovely lane and... Lovely street, street, excuse me. And, well, and then uh, search it. And again, just see how that mirrors your time there. Mm-hmm. And the last thing I'll say about this before, well, no, uh, I'm not, I'm kidding. I still have more to say. She has <laughs> but, more, much more to say. We're going to cut her off I in know, a minute. I know. Is that um, it, the street name might have a connotation to it that you're like, oh my gosh, I didn't know I was living on the street. Like now you're right. scared. Oh, yeah. Right. Is that sometimes you need that to maybe recover? Yes. So think about like rose, a rose, yes. like a rose bush or yeah, something. Right. That they're very beautiful, but they have these um, stickers. What are those called? Thorns. Thorns. Yeah. And the thorns are there to protect. Mm-hmm. So maybe you've gotten out of a bad relationship or a bad situation. Now you move on to a street, thorn, something. Right. And it's like you might need that recovery time. 
like living on that oh, street, yeah. right? To yes. keep people away or yes. to kind of go a little bit more within. You don't want to get into a new relationship. You kind of, you need to heal. You need to see a therapist, whatever it is. So you're saying there's some self-healing that can actually go along with the name of the street you're on. Yeah. So I'm saying don't listen to this and get freaked out that, right. you know, we, that it, this, it could be, it could be serving you. For a short amount of time. Now, if you live on it for a long amount of time, absolutely. Maybe, might... yeah, it could go south. Yeah, but it, it could, for short term, those street names could really benefit or add to your story. I get it. I mean, yeah, I, I, I think that's a real important point, actually. Yeah. And maybe... So my last, my last <laughs> you got another example. Story? Wow. Okay. <laughs> Before this, we get this into the cure. This woman's lived on a lot of streets. <laughs> <laughs> well, let's talk about the street that we're sitting at right now. Vision Street. Oh yeah. Vision. Yeah. V-I-S-I-O-N. Yeah. Vision. Vision, like the eyesight. She had a vision. And by the way, this was the house you, this was, this was, was this, this wasn't the same day that you saw Rocky Road, was it? Um, I, don't no, I don't think, think so. so. I no. think it was a separate, no, it was a separate day. It was a separate day. But I remember seeing this house and thinking, oh my gosh, if I could live here. And then it's been incredible what I've done in this home, you know, over the six years where I've been a visionary. And <sighs> if you've listened to our Uranus talk, very Uranus energy in this home, just about, you know, seeing a come like seeing a company like Airbnb and being like, oh my gosh, I can do that or quitting a corporate job and, you know, launching my own practice. I've done a lot of things in this home. You've done that... a lot of things that have been kind of surprised your peers, yes. certainly surprised your parents, Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know, that you've been edgier, edgier in your thinking. Yeah. Um, and um, yeah, and you've lived up Division Street. Yeah. And a lot of times when I tell people, that know me, they ask my address, like, of course you would live on Vision Street, right? right? Very fitting. Mm-hmm. So. Yeah, very nice. Now, that's that's very, uh, that was great. Yeah. But it was, I remember high-fiving you in the front yard when we came to look at it and thinking, yay, Vision Street, you know? Yeah, so sometimes I think about, like, my neighbors and how it's affecting them because, right, we all are living on this same that's energy. True. yes. You know, and thinking that they don't have to be living it out like I am. But no. how has this street for them, you know, really created a future maybe that they didn't see or et cetera, et cetera. Mm-hmm. Yeah, there could, some people could have some awakenings on Vision Street. they not, you know, that's, oh my God, look what I'm, look what I'm in, you know. That's a, yeah, we Even have a, a rental a, next door and, uh, you know, it's pretty short term. But every time we've had someone move out, it's always like they're off to doing something pretty big where they have to leave like um, pretty quickly oh yeah so just like the last time someone moved out like the woman had just um graduated with her doctorate degree and was got a job offer in like colorado or something and they they left overnight like we gotta go wow wow (laughs) so that's a great example wow wow well the cure let's talk about the cure so so if you if you're if you on a neutral street say like 17th street something that you know a numbered street or something that you just doesn't have much life to it um, or a sad, if you're living on something like a sad thing and or, you're thinking, yeah. oh my gosh, now what I'm going to do? What you am counter, I do? <laughs> exactly. Is this concept of naming your house. Naming yep. your house. Yeah, so think about maybe when you name a car. Yes. We give it a little nickname. Right, right. <laughs> Missy yeah. or... Exactly, exactly. And that idea of, you know, it's not uncommon now. You can have plaques made that around your doorbell, you could say... And again, on your welcome mat. On mil- well, oh yes, 
anything where you can personalize it or just even in your mind to think of it as you know when we moved into our latest home 10 years ago now you know it was in the middle of that recession the great recession and i called it prosperity hill because you have to kind of drive up a hill in the in the division to get to our street and i thought prosperity hill that's where we're moving and so did, have i ever announced it to somebody this is prosperity hill no i don't have any signage on the outside of my house that says prosperity hill but you're also not trying to counteract a bad i'm i have a neutral name, neutral name but i just knew that i wanted to set that intention so particularly i think it's this i think this is most potent if you um are in the process of moving, if we've caught you in the process of moving, even if it's a new apartment, moving upstairs to a different unit, you know, some yeah. minor, relatively minor moves, name it. Name it. That, and something that is, you know, promising, that is uplifting. Yeah, I'll give one more example just in case people are like, why would I name it? But think right. about like if you're born and your parents name you and you don't <gasps> relate to your name. Oh, yeah. Right? Oh, and yeah. So you give yourself a nickname or people call me... Blah, blah, blah. The same concept is you're giving your home a name that you better relate to or that you want. Like it could also be the whole idea that we started with the manifestation of what your time there will be. Yeah. It's, it's just about more being a little more conscious instead yeah. of rattling off your street name and not even thinking that it has anything to do with you thinking that's just a, uh, that's some, some distant fact <laughs> right. that I live on, you know, hell avenue you know what i mean that's just a distant it doesn't have any relevance to my life you know again i that's extreme but yeah. you know what i mean raging fire street or you oh, know what yeah. I mean? something just... of that nature yeah it does it does have uh, there is a connection yeah because again you're writing it you're stamping it on things you're seeing it every time you check the mail anytime you give directions yeah, yeah. So. it's a you're probably you probably probably can see it two to three times a day even you know, if yeah. you're leaving your oh, home, yes. Yes. even just, again, not even making awareness of it, but just seeing it as you're driving off of your street. Absolutely. So it's a big deal. So again, we hope we provided some fun stories today. Yes. Um, we gave you, gave you a cure just in case you are living on a street name that now you're reconsidering. Exactly. And even if you're on a great street, hey, why not name your house something, you know, that you, you know, and, and you'll always have memories. Oh yeah, that Prosperity Hill home, you know? Yeah. And if you're in the neighborhood for buying a new home, we're just giving you one more thing to consider. <laughs> just to complicate before. your life. <laughs> yes. Perfect. Well, thank you so much for joining us today, and we look forward to speaking to you guys later, later this week. Bye-bye. Thank you for joining us on another episode of the Mom and Me Astrology Podcast. If you like what you heard, make sure to subscribe so you get all of our notifications. And to book an astrology or feng shui appointment, you can find us at www.thekatewind.com or www.maryswick.com. Also, make sure to tune in to my Facebook or Instagram for my weekly horoscopes. You can find me at the underscore Kate Wind.